You're now listening to the Open Africa podcast with Laulu, Nosa, and Furo. On this episode of the Open Africa podcast, we will talk about the CMGN stablecoin, um, Patricia, <laughs> some mm. updates on that end. Um, and then Rover, FCMB's fintech arm, as well as some other recently trending topics in the ecosystem. To kick us off, CNGN. So apparently, a group called the Africa Stablecoin Consortium, which is a collaboration between some banks and fintech operators, made an announcement on the 4th of January 2024 that they will be launching the stablecoin um, in February. However, by the 8th of January, they came back to make another statement that it is not yet CBN approved. And so now they will be, be they will begin to I can't remember the name of the word, the word I'm trying to use. They will begin to discuss with CBN around potential licensing or approvals to go live. I have questions. I have many questions. And I don't know who's going to answer my questions. Yeah. Maybe, I think, maybe what is the answer. use of a Naira back stablecoin. That's number one. If Naira is useless, what am I doing with Naira back stablecoin? It feels like a slippery slope to hellfire. It's a slippery slope to hellfire. That's number one. So the thing as well for me is like who's behind it? You say banks and fintechs. Now exactly. I that what bank? There's is UBA inside. So, yeah. So the banks are Sterling Bank, Access Bank, Providos, and First Bank. Based on and this is based on online research, right? So yeah. we don't have confirmation from these organizations that they are part of it. The I like how you are keeping us legally. Corape, wonderful. Corape, Cora, yeah. Interswitch, Dixon's Cora or Coral. Dixon's Cora. Okay. Pay and Interswitch are also involved. Who is Pay? Don't ask me questions. I don't know. Sorry. The same way I asked who's convexity. You said. We'll find oh yes, out. I didn't even mention those. There's convexity and interstellar. I don't know who those people are. Yeah. Um, what? Convexity. One so the, one of the people founders, things, one of the honestly. founders of convexity is on the board of the whatever whatever consortium, the Africa Stablecoin Consortium. I mean, um, so Africa Stablecoin Consortium, but Nigerian businesses. Yes, Africa stablecoin. Yes, yes, that's what. They could not even get Nigerian or somebody so that it can be truly Pan African. It's only Nigerians that are involved. Wonderful. So, so, so. Um, I mean, this is called Open Africa okay. podcast, and we're talking about Nigeria all the time. Well, no, but enough, no, no, no. But like, I feel like in our defense, we do double small, small ones, ones. Yes, no, Kenya, but then, South Africa, that sort of thing. Yeah, but like, I think that. You, I, I want to give them the benefit of that and say that maybe they want to launch in Nigeria first, and then scale it out and Africa. scale out of Africa since the rest of Africa, Wonderful. right? But I, I still, I, I think fundamentally, I just don't know what the need is that would. What is their charter anyway? If it is to advance stable coins, then where 
we're well behind SA because so, I know SBSA, Standard Bank. It aims to transform the Naira into a more dynamic tool for international transactions. So they, they okay. So you have to bypass all your international vendors blocking your Naira card or what? I'm trying to understand. Like, am I going to be able to pay with? Let me. I saw one guy saying that on, that this will open up e-commerce. So maybe that's the specific use case that they're looking at. Let me read that tweet. That specific tweet. Okay, this is ah, it's this, long. This is long. It's very long. That's why when you say I want to read that specific yeah, tweet. That's a very I'll, long I'll, tweet. Let me just read the important part. CNGN's contribution to financial inclusion extends to the underbanked and unbanked in Nigeria, hmm. providing access to value storage, payments, and financial services through blockchain-based platforms. The consortium ensures security through the combination of blockchain technology and regulatory oversight, offering users safe and reliable digital currency. I feel like it's ChatGPT that wrote this thing. Anyway, in summary, CNGN serves as a stable and compliant digital currency, offering a secure, transparent, and borderless alternative for various transactions, thereby contributing to financial inclusion in Nigeria. I'm very sure what's so called was ChatGPT that wrote this thing. If if we had stability in the Naira and we had strong FX reserves. Would see NGN still need to be a thing? Well, I guess that's the point now. They're trying to solve a problem that exists, isn't it? In any case, no further comments from me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, no, 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 no. Because I see this, I'm looking at this international transaction thing again. In terms of looking at it again. So, is the assumption that international merchants will accept cngn because they they can always also called off-ramp abi convert that cngn to usd is that the assumption i want to say that is the assumption mm. and i think that's the best case assumption no comments from me yeah i think maybe we need to dig deeper and also like well, I've dug deeper. Find. No, when I say dig deeper, I mean go beyond the internet and actually speak to people. I want to understand it from a fundamental level. What yeah. problem is a Nigerian stablecoin solving? Is it is it giving us global acceptance? The underlying currency they slide. We say stablecoin. <laughs> okay, so please, so. guys, please, I'm begging. Can we just sort out this economy and leave all these things alone? I'm begging. All these white elephant projects. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe it's a way to transfer Naira. You can pay Apple in Naira because Apple can always convert your Naira to dollar. Guess what? With a stable currency and actual FX reserves, you can pay Apple in Naira and Apple will convert to dollar because pre-2015, that's what we were all doing. Uh, it won't be using our FX reserves. We'll be using the the blockchain. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> think, wait now, think about it. So wait, somebody has a pool of NGN of CNGN. You can now sell that CNGN to the CNGN guys in exchange for USDT, and you can now. Do... Mm, that's what they're trying to do now. Yeah, my question is, 
who now wants to hold CNGN? Because there has to be somebody that is... No, so... I, um, someone that is taking all the things that people are offloading. Because this is the same problem with Naira liquidity, <laughs> but on the blockchain. Yeah. The problem is that there's nobody else that wants to accept Naira except Nigeria. And for if you want to now convert your Naira to a currency you want, Nigeria has to give you dollar. I guess this is tied to FX Reserve. One might say this tied to FX Reserve. That's kind of how FX Reserves work. In the sense that um, Apple doesn't want to hold Naira, so they need to source USD from somewhere. So whoever it is that's facilitating the payment to Apple needs to be able to collect Naira, be able to collect convert that Naira to USD. So if you now pay Corape, say they are the payment gateway for Apple, you pay Corape CNGN. That means Corape needs to be able to convert that CNGN to USD. That'll be USDT. The long and short of it, what I'm getting at is that the only person that wants to that will want to accept or that want to hold CNGN will be Nigeria, which is like the only person that wants to hold Naira is Nigeria. Again, I put it to you people. Let's fix the Naira. And let's leave yeah. this things. I really, really I'm, I'm actually really keen to understand because maybe let's there's, maybe there's something I'm So it seems that if you if you if you take a step back, right, and just look at why people create stable coins in the first instance, right? It's to help with cross border, it's to help with converting from crypto to fiat. Currency is exactly avoiding volatility of crypto, exactly local currency and cryptocurrency, yeah, right? Yeah, Um, pegging it against a relatively stable stable, currency, yeah. So, if you go back to the fundamentals, I'm sure that there's something in there that they're actually trying to solve for, it's just not very clear right now. I mean, I think the premise itself is flawed because how can NGN, a Naira back stable coin, be stable if Naira is not stable? Today, your CNGN <laughs> was 1,200 CNGN to the dollar. Tomorrow is 1,400 CNGN to the dollar. Next tomorrow is 1,350 CNGN to the dollar. Because, like it or not, you might be saying, oh, but it's not pegged to the dollar, it's pegged to the naira. Our lives are pegged to the dollar. Just know that on now and look and have peace. Do you think the banks themselves... Aware, and when I say the banks, I feel like is it the do you think Herbert is aware that Access Bank is participating? Um, in this? As I said, that the Abu banks tell us because Abu is a tech bro, no, 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 Abu no. is very online, but the which thing is, is the problem in itself. <laughs> no, maybe not, the maybe, thing, maybe the, not. The thing is, like, the banks, I like his onlineness. The banks themselves didn't come out and say they are part of this, is the Africa, yeah. whatever, whatever consortium that said this, right? So, I who th- is the promoter of this consortium? Some guy named Adedejeoni Onibi. See where he said some guy named. That's how no, we find out n- that he's now. He might be. I just. I don't know him. Influential brother. He might be influential. I'm not denying that he may have influence, but I'm just saying. Before he takes off, uh, takes us offline, I'll be like, if he hears this, does he want to join in on the podcast to explain this thing? Yes. Because again, I like to look at things from first principles. I don't see the problem that a Naira back token solves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're not being haters, we're just asking questions, right? Me, I'm kind of tired of Because Binance has Binance Naira. People don't want Binance Naira. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm tired of White Elephant product. We have 
fundamental issues, like issues that are fundamentals. The problem when you have issues with your fundamentals is that there's no escaping it. You you can't. It's like a faulty foundation. There's nothing you want to build on top of that thing that will stand the test of time. Like, just put your money inside USD. You, you know, you know what I'll tell you something. I feel like I understand Inara more than I understand CNG. Oh my god! I don't yeah, think actually, I, as a matter I, of fact, I, yes. I knew the angle. And I don't think Inara is a very good idea, but I get it. I know the angle. I mean, Inara would have worked in an Emefile regime. Like, if Emefile was still CBN governor and they were Because there was. To be fair, why Inara really didn't blow is because there were internal fights. And it was not Emefile's like, idea. It was like another person's, another deputy governor's idea. And that was that one's, like. That was how she was going to become CBN governor. But as they've sacked all of them. <laughs> is a you know where you have like executive sponsor for a project that they now but then sack your the exec- ED leaves. they now sack the executive sponsor and then the new ED does not remember Joseph or Israel exactly so that's what Inara is in CBN but I, at least I can understand Inara in the sense that it was a way for them to mop up USD because <laughs> because they're struggling with reserves but yeah it was just it was a dodgy way to print money. <laughs> you know the one that I'm actually very interested in? Um, Echo has Echo. We've been hearing about it for a long time now. The, the reason, actual currency, not a digital oh, no, currency. I feel like the reason why that's not happening is because I don't think those francophone com- com- countries want to be affiliated with a useless country like ours. <laughs> it's not just us. Uh... There are many useless countries in West Africa. No, 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 no. Most of them are... I mean, the countries that are, that are truly useless are the English-speaking ones. Oh. I mean, the Francophone ones are bad. Are you sure? Think about it. The entire, I don't know the ones doing cool. <laughs> wait, now, doing they, are, cool now. they are doing cool, but at least their monetary policy is not shaped by them. It's shaped by the white man. Well, fair enough. So the white man is ensuring stability despite <laughs> the instability in the country. So that's why... What's it called? Naira is performing worse than... <laughs> The do you know that the, the dollar actually weakened this year, but it didn't feel that. It way didn't feel that way to Naira. Dollar was weakening. We were weakening. In. I mean, they have their own issues. Oh. We they have were their own weak. Oh God, they have their own colonial whatever whatever issue. I mean, that they don't have autonomy, whatnot. But us that have autonomy. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing with the autonomy? <laughs> autonomy Again, is on. This is not to say we should bring colonialism back. But I'm just saying that. Those people don't want to be associated with us. Don't kill me, please. Anyways, moving on, right? We can move on to the electronic money transfer levy. Yeah. Um, I was way... I don't know why they changed the name from stamp duty to this. I was more interested in this thing before I found out it was 15 naira per transaction. Now I'm no longer interested again. Mm. Oh, but no, it's still... It's, I feel like, again, I, what people are missing is that this is the revenue drive <laughs> campaign yes. from I mean we are still doing ways and means for so anywhere officials. we can find money we will take it so they introduced stamp duty as a way of raising government income via taxation and I feel like maybe they've gauged like the size of it and it's like mm, this is not enough let's touch dumb accounts too 
Because now they are backdating it and saying every, all the stamp duty that they should have from remitted. From 2021. Like, what was the rationale for 2021? Because that's when they are started doing stamp duty now, probably. No, we've been doing stamp duty for a long time. Nah, it's post-COVID. Stamp duty. For transfers. The 15 IR. For transfers. I I remember I was talking about it in 2016. We're not in like, this, we're not not, this, not this podcast. podcast. I was in a branch in 2016. There was stamp duty. A wide-eyed graduate trainee that I did not know anything. There was stamp duty, but it was not on transfers. Like, inflow, they, they didn't charge you for inflow. Because if it was, people would be used to it by now. No, it was on inflows, 15 And I remember that banks then, we had to be telling people that, oh, no, that the money doesn't come to us. That is the government, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. That's been for a while. Let me validate what I'm saying. I'm telling you, it's, it's a post-COVID thing. Stamp duty. Like, stamp duty on transfers. Stamp duty in general has always been there. And it was meant to be on, like, anything that was stamped. But <laughs> what, what, what is it called? 20, 21st of January 2016, the CBN clarified that the eligible transactions to be charged portion to the circular include all receipts given by a DMB. Uh, that's what I said. All DMBs and FIs were instructed to charge 15 IR stamp duty on all issues acknowledged services rendered in respects of electronic transfer and teller deposits from 1,000 IR. So, so then it, I think it's a case of CBN said banks didn't do. Some banks did not do. All these fintech uh-huh. rules were not. All I know is 2021 is the day they took it seriously. 2016 and, January and that's was why, when they started That's why they are back it. They are back this. And then they raised it to 10k at some point. I don't remember when, but 1,000 naira was. I remember it was a problem. Like customers were coming in ready to fight that we took 15 naira from them. Anyhow, they are yeah. looking for cash injection because. You know, going to Dubai, those tickets are not cheap. Oh my god. And someone has to pay for the tickets. Please, I said I didn't want to love this episode. I will just have you people know that Nosa's views reflect his views on him alone. I mean it's is I don't have a problem with Dubai. A, wait now, it is a tax. And it's a tax what is what is isn't tax government revenue? What is government if what is government spending money on? Infrastructure, government spending uh-huh. is what government so is spending money on. When they went to COP, mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't they buy red plane? Mm-hmm. Who paid for the fuel for Nigeria's Air Force One? Taxpayers. Exactly. When they charge us stamp duty, what are we? <laughs> moving on swiftly. <laughs> That's what we are. We are moving on swiftly to Patricia. Now, this Patricia just is giving Nollywood, giving rock, giving, you know, African magic, because I don't understand how they're now saying that they found the people that are hacked. The, an uh, Uber driver. An Wait, Uber. Let's, let's talk about the suspects. <laughs> yes. The suspects include an Uber driver, Uber driver. two BDC traders, a, a senior special assistant to the Nigerian governor, a driver and a musician. My brothers and sisters <laughs> in the Lord. This is like, Can you explain to me? It's like Ocean's Eleven cast. How these <laughs> fellows possess the ability to run a hack? They, Can we be for real? They came together to rob Patricia. Can we be FF? <laughs> I don't want to laugh. Please, I laugh too much. Can we? Podcast. Can we stop this? You know what's, what's killing me is that. Okay, this is also not 
the same as that that politician, as that, politician, politician. that was another hack so this new hack they're this saying is, is 150k USD. Yes. The previous the hack is like 750k. 750K. The more suspects they are, now, the less likely they are to be culprits. Now, the politician guy admitted to only 61k of the 750. <laughs> I just want to let you know that if you have your money in Patricia, you are still waiting for your money in Patricia. You are shit out of luck. My my question is, what role did the Uber driver <laughs> play in all of this? You know, I get the big. Wait now, guy. wait now. Wait Maybe now. you say dollar. Haven't you watched? Haven't you watch Italian job? He was the getaway driver. Is it the driver? <laughs> oh my god! You know what's the worst thing ever? <laughs> After doing the hack, they called Uber and they got away. The, the new Kevin Hart movie. They were, he was stealing an NFT, so instead of stealing the NFT, he stole the creator of the NFT. <laughs> That's that is giving, is giving that nonsense. Like I could, I think I was like the first ten minutes of that movie. And I turned off Netflix. Oh, I mean, it's they said the, the, the mastermind of the operation is somebody called Olighton, <laughs> who is the one that distributed the phone. So maybe Olighton is like the George Clooney. George Clooney was in Ocean Eleven now. Mm. Yeah, so Olighton is the George Clooney of the gang, and he's the one that brought everybody together. And that's like Kevin Hart in this I movie. still don't see what the Uber driver is doing inside that place. It was the getaway driver. For a hand on an exchange. Two of the suspects are drivers. One is an Uber driver and one is a normal driver. There's lots of logistics involved. So there's involved. lots of logistics involved. <laughs> Maybe they withdrew the things with cash and drove off. Yes. Because I don't know how you are hacking a cryptocurrency okay, exchange. Okay, we're assuming that the driver, okay, on a more serious note, the driver could have been a, you know, computer engineer <laughs> that just is down on his lock and is now a 10x engineer doing Uber, doing okay. Uber driver. Just so you joke if you are listening to this podcast, we tell your wife we have a script for, a script for <laughs> the Nigerian a job. down on his lock Uber driver who is actually a genius genius computer scientist is pulled into a scheme to rob the largest cryptocurrency exchange in Nigeria. I can see the things don't go as The two PDC guys probably helped co- convert the dollar to mm-hmm. Naira. Mm-hmm. The musician probably helped them launder the money. The senior so maybe assistant maybe put they, pressure on the banks to not block the transaction. So maybe they paid for streams for the musician so they could clean the money. And when the money for the streams came back, mm. it came back as clean money from oh Spotify. God. Mm. <laughs> oh God. And the Uber driver is the one that drove them to the BDC to change that dollar <laughs> to Naira. And the light on shared everybody's share for partaking in the scheme. <laughs> actually, you know what? I've actually created the story. Think about this. Now, they hacked crypto from Crapatricia. Mm-hmm. They bought streams mm-hmm. with Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And they bought the musician <laughs> streams so spotify and apple music now paid the guy i can't believe i'm listening to you the fx is usd Wait, hold for on, streams. Cook. so he collected dollars and now he needed to change it so they went to two bdc guys because mm-hmm. it was too hefty mm-hmm. so they shared it between the two bdc guys obviously the uber driver had to carry the, the musician <laughs> that's how making liable now <laughs> how does that make him liable it was part of the scheme so, so, so if Anton Danfoss was going to rob somebody, they were arrested. So when, when the musician was not crediting into his account, they needed someone with power. That's where the SSA comes in to ensure that the banks didn't block the, transaction. block the transactions. Oh, God. It was a scheme. Mm. Comedy. Well done to everybody involved. It's a comedy. 
is the funniest comedy in the world. Yeah. If you have money inside Patricia, I'm sorry to say, I don't think that money is ever coming back. I don't even know how, like, you allow, like as, a, as an organization, eh, I feel like, Loki, this kind of hack happens. You don't come out and say it. Ah, <laughs> no, you gotta. No, 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 no. You say, 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 you we so I, I hacked, I hacked um, First Bank to steal from from Finacool and put the money inside an account. This list of suspects will cut it by like four because the Uber driver would not be involved, the driver would not be involved. How do they the escape? I think you guys are downplaying. You are downplaying the role the Uber See, driver plays. They lost the, all credibility the moment I saw an Uber they, driver. They needed, they needed two expert drivers. Uber drivers are very familiar. Okay, with okay, okay. Maybe one driver took them to the airport to Jack Baba. They've done second passport with the money. Or what? I don't understand. <laughs> Let's move on from this list because clearly there's nothing serious inside. It's a, it's pure comedy. It's 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 unfortunate. Ah, this um, incident follows a previous hack on Patricia involving Nigerian politician Wilfred Bonsi. Please don't be who was names that in connection to a six hundred and seven million naira in bracket seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Although the rate, <laughs> the rate is questionable. It's questionable. Abi Bonsi reportedly admitted his involvement in diverting fifty million out of Patricia's funds to his account. Who gave him access? Hacks, to that's, these are the questions. Like how? When they say hack, did he exploit their private keys? If he did, how did a random Nigerian politician suddenly <laughs> acquire the skills to be exploiting <laughs> private keys? And how were the keys exposed in the first place? That's where a download is lock Uber driver comes into the story. <laughs> you wonder is a computer science exactly. genius. We're moving on, we're moving on, we're moving on, we're moving oh on. My we're moving on to MasterCard, Jumia, Providus, and their new card. Now, I see lots of bobo in this um, press release. Well, they're going, going to change the game. Whose platform yeah. is mm. that? Is it yeah. Jumia? Bold of Jumia to assume that I'm paying with my card on anything <laughs> on their platform. <laughs> bold of them to assume I'm not doing pay or delivery. Do you get very, very bold? Me, pay Jumia a Jumia vendor in advance. We must be joking here. So essentially, what is happening is I'm sorry. Providence Bank is providing This is the this is the, this is the guy that they say Fro has up actually Furo I think has up a picture of the politician. This should be the, this should be the cover of the of the No so <laughs> they will hit us with a defamation. This should be the cover. A libel and defamation charge, and I want no part of that. You know, send that, send but that for the to listeners me. that don't I'll know what's happening. I'll ask ChatGPT to modify that <laughs> image, and that's going to be the cover of this of this podcast. <laughs> for the listeners that don't know what is happening what here, after saying William Abi Wilfred Bonsi, Furu went to Google the fellow, and he's looking at a poster with his face on it. This brother cannot exploit anybody's kids. No, 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 no. But it's fine. We have it's to ask fine. our social media guys to post the flyer. It's necessary. Oh, God. 
I'm sweating and crying. Oh my days. Right. Just comedy after comedy. Jumia Mastercard to yes. the overall shopping experience on the platform, offering exclusive discounts to loyal customers. So are these loyal customers in the room with it, us? Wait, wait, wait. So this is essentially is a co-branded card, right? Or yes. is a store branded card? Is a Jumia branded card provided by Providus in partnership with Mastercard. And if you use your Jumia branded card on Jumia, you get Jumia discounts. Ten percent. Cut and minimum of 50,000 naira. Both of them to assume that on a 50k spend, I'll pay with my card and not wait to see the thing in front of me first before I commit. I feel like this is a good idea, but it's a good idea not in Nigeria. Mm. <laughs> I feel like Julia is assuming too much. Kari is in this team. Kari, Vice President and Head Customer Solutions East and West Africa Mastercard. Stated that the partnership with Providence Bank and Jumia aims to elevate the value proposition for consumers by providing a payment solution that is both seamless and convenient, coupled with unique price incentives and discounts. Ten percent. Wow. Starting yeah. from fifty thousand. Let's, let's just leave it there. Anyway, let's move to Rover. Yeah. By the way, sorry. Before we move to Rover, well, there's their market because I know somebody that bought iPhone on Jumia. And I'm sure he's not the only one. So those people should go and use the store branded card. Yeah, I can get rewards on Jumia. You get ten percent off. You can use that to buy case and screen protector. <laughs> you know, I have a show gift voucher, which is not working by the way. The show gift customer support people need to respond to me. But um, my show gift voucher of fifty k. I have still been looking it's for It's not her. working on Jumia. It's not working on Jumia. Yes. Because but... they have their own card <laughs> that you should use for your discount. I would like to know what I can spend <laughs> on Jumia. Anyway, please let's move to Rover. Rover quarterly reports. For the uninitiated, Rover is... Um, is FCMB's digital bank. digital bank, but it's based in the UK. So it's set up to it, serve. It is a cross-border multi-currency digital banking platform that offers services such as current account savings product, remittance, and international banking services. <laughs> Essentially, this is Revolut, but Rover. I'm sure that's where the R came from. I, uh, it is the property of FCMB UK. Which is an affiliate of FCMB Group Nigeria. For the uninitiated, the product roadmap has USD accounts, remittance services, and multi currency cards. Anyway, I signed up for their waiting list, I think like over a year ago. And I don't know if it's by mistake, Sha, but I got access to Ladi Balogun's quarterly report on Rover where he revealed so they've been building this thing since covid year yeah i remember we mentioned it yeah they've been building this thing since like 2020 covid year or even 2019 late 2019 it was and one of our early 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 open africa episodes and they have not launched this product since so it's downloadable on the app store but it's only friends and family so in Ladi's quarterly roundup Ladi said they aim to open 3,400 GBP accounts and 600 USD accounts by Q4. Currently, Rover has 51k accounts. I said 51k, sorry, 51 accounts. Beta, beta test. 
Bitantest. Additionally, they wanted to open 5,000 NGN accounts because they also got, I don't even know why they're not using FCMB, but FCMB got a microfinance license or bought a microfinance bank, which is now Rover Engine. So it's called the FCMB MFB and they are NIPS. FCMB MFB. Yes, that's what it's called. Ah! <laughs> Don't ask three questions. And CBN approved this. And out of that 5,000 target, they've opened 69, or 69 accounts. What I do want to say is that hmm. as much as fintech bros say fintech is easy <laughs> and the, the entire gutter is not. Bank bros that think building up is easy is not. This is the second one. Sparkle took them two years before they launched. Rover, this is like three or four. But why is it taking that long, though? Because when I look at the they're base... They're doing cab. When I look at the base... <laughs> when I look at the base features, I'm like, it's fairly straightforward. Like, it's not easy, but for what you have, it's not hard either. Like, if you were shipping maybe 10 things at the same time, I'll say, okay, yeah, those things take time. And you can stagger I, your I was going to ask you, have you ever tried to launch a feature in the bank? But both of you have. Yes. <laughs> Based on your no, experience. No, but wait, wait, it will wait. Take, uh, it will take them one year to wait. do onboarding. Is it wait, onboarding? Wait, wait, one wait, year to wait, get wait. approval. <laughs> one year for approval. Yeah, approval the next year, they will no, start onboarding. If you the year after as that, a bank, they will start payments. If you as a bank say you want to do this thing, are you still using the same? Re- you are not hiring for that venture. Well, why? Why you? Why you? Why you? Why you doing this? No, no. Wait. In my own example. Give me an example. In my that. own example. Like, they're doing do you, their work. Like I don't know. You want to be cooking your former colleagues? <laughs> they're get. doing their work. I, I, you can't call them my former colleagues. I don't even know who is anybody there. that is there. There's one person there, and I'll probably have to cut large sections of this team. Yes. <laughs> but. <laughs> Okay, Alad didn't take them. Alad didn't take a long time. No, Alad took time. Bro, let me tell you why. When they started the concept of doing Alad. See, Woven. Woven is a PSSP like this. Woven does not have baby card. I think Woven, that's a skill issue. Woven doesn't have baby card. There's a reason why they are... they announced they accidentally emailed <laughs> how do you this is ccc how do you accidentally send so so wait somebody compared, drafted compared, the email compared to their peers zest has actually they've actually tried they've tried to their peers. Uh, no, no problem Maybe not compared to like fintechs and, and like real fintechs no problem zest has tried but please this will thing i want to understand somebody in their comms team sat down Drafted email, probably got approval for that email. Fired it out, and then fired it out. And they want to tell me that it's a mistake. It's like after this, after they sent the thing, somebody was like, "Ah, that thing we want to send." Or is it a disgruntled? Have you sent it out? Is, is it, it yes? Sir? I say no, no, no. Roll it back. Or is it a disgruntled we employee are, that was being mischievous? I mean, it's like we're so on. It was an accident, as well. We didn't mean to shut down. Like how? We just drafted the email in case we shut down. We didn't really mean to. See, I, I, am with Patricia Saga and this. I'm like, are you taking us for fools or what's going on here? Like, how do you uh, do that? That's, that's like a mistake. See, just know that Woven has um, virtual accounts, but that's about the only thing that they have. So I'll just allow them. Okay, I think 
Do you have any more to say? Or <laughs> I, mean, I don't have any more to I say. Don't speak to this. Yes. Moving on to the final thing: yellow card and Coinbase. All right. Yeah, um, Coinbase has been since that man closed. You know, he closed all our accounts. <laughs> you bloody Nigerians! <laughs> he closed all our accounts. That bold man. That's why he doesn't have hair. He closed all our accounts, and he now said that all of us in this. In this part of the world, we should download Coinbase wallets instead. That's their self-posted thing. Okay. Wait, this is, is it just, but that's not just Nigeria, it's Africa. It's the blacks. Okay. He closed the accounts of all the blacks. Okay. All my three Coinbase accounts. Oh, God. He, he traced me. Yeah. Even the one where I lied about the country, he traced me. I closed my account. They saw your name. <laughs> That name cannot be a foreigner's name, sorry. Oh, oh. And you know what's so funny is that I got the same email of the three emails I used. <laughs> and I used like three different countries. They probably did device. That guy just looked at your device. Location. Yeah, device. I was like, where is this one from? Yeah, this is a black it's man. It's Lagos, Nigeria. That's a black man blocking. <laughs> yeah, that was a we should go and use Coinbase Wallet. I mean, I downloaded Coinbase Wallet, but still, that was very rude. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what's it called? Is you it Coinbase wallet a yellow card wallet? No, Coinbase wallet. That's their. So that's Coinbase's self custody thing. Gotcha. And he now asked us on Twitter, what would we do if he got $50 right now? Ah. And like not use Coinbase? <laughs> that bastard bold man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he has partnered with Yellow Card for you to be able to on ramp to buy USDC. I swear, this is the type Coinbase of thing. Wallet. I actually I like when people hold grudges for. like. Africans should re- they should reject Coinbase. <laughs> anyway, and so we're using we can now use yellow card to on ramp for Coinbase wallet. Now this is an as a side question for crypto bros. I still do not understand why one has a self custody wallet because you are telling me that I'm being my own bank, but at the same time I need to buy gas. So now I have eight dollars in my kidney in my Coinbase wallet. But I don't have enough Ethereum to move that eight dollars anywhere. <laughs> I I cannot even convert it to the one that they says the cheap chain <laughs> because I need Ethereum to convert to cheap chain. So I don't I don't get why self custody wallet I think even and this is before we even get to flash drive <laughs> where you can still <laughs> where you can still crypto on flash drive. They said that it's cold wallet, a busy old wallet. What is English? Oh my oh. god. You can put your put your your crypto on your flash drive and tie it and dangle with your ID card. It's like what's it called? It's like stamping stuff when you carry their token everywhere. <laughs> you carry your token and yeah, you carry yeah. your ID card. You, you carry your, you carry your crypto in cold storage. In your ice. whole wealth that's ice now. <laughs> put what, it in what is wrong between this and putting the money under your pillow? Please. Because the day they was you and seize that flash drive inside Lagos traffic, that's your life finished. Well, yeah. self concept. There's a reason why the concept of banks exists because beyond storing the cash, you are also outsourcing risk. I turn left, I turn right tomorrow. Stambik IBTC will still be there. I'll press phone, ping, 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 and remove ah, my money. Imagine if you. Imagine if I was the one carrying my money. Your even if it's five hundred k that I have inside my account, imagine me logging it around. What if you now enter one chance? And I've entered one chance before, actually. <laughs> you entered one chance. Yeah. Wow. It's not a fun experience. And obviously, because you are in the cloud, 
Abi in the Web3, you don't have like cash. So maybe the guy will no be consumer upset. support to block the, no, the flash drive. The guy will be upset. The one chance guy will be upset. You just say, hey, give me that flash drive. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your whole wealth. <laughs> oh God. You can't call customer support to complain I was robbed. <laughs> anyway, yes. Time is here. And um, what's, his, what's their name? Um, Yellow Card, in exchange, they get access to Coinbase's proprietary chain, which is Base, which is supposed to be cheap and facilitate cheap crypto transactions in Africa. That's the exchange. I'm happy for Yellow Card. Yeah. <laughs> but that bold man. <laughs> Oh my god. A bold man must pay. You need to use um the bold man and Mr. Bones. <laughs> yes. Two images. They yes. have to be the thumbnail. Mr. The thumbnail image. Mr. Bones should be looking at that bold man. <laughs> facing off each other. I said I didn't want to laugh in this episode, but you will not let me be great. That's a creative direction. As soon as you're done recording, I have to explain this to in fact they need to listen to the episode so they can understand where I'm coming from. Yes. <laughs> It'll be like one of those Nollywood movies, like face, face, face off, off, face <laughs> off. <laughs> the crypto wars. It's actually crypto wars. Won your deposits <laughs> and won the people. <laughs> oh God! You know, I've just got this. Huh? Spent a lot of time talking about crypto in this episode. Yes. CNGN. Crypto, mm-hmm. Patricia, crypto, crypto. Coinbase, you look at crypto. crypto. <laughs> so is it the year of crypto? <laughs> no, it's no, not. It's not. <laughs> Let's be serious, please. Oh my god. Although Jade they did that um, Bitcoin ETF. I made sure I bought Bitcoin just in case. I don't want Sam to laugh at me when he's not rich and I'm poor. So to hedge my risk, I bought some, <laughs> I bought small Bitcoin. In case it goes to 100k, at least I will, I will join some and be laughing with you guys and not Bitcoin. Oh man, I said I was going to buy Bitcoin actually. But you see, have you ever bought rice is a this thing, yes, now mm. <laughs> look at you. I too was a, they did not tell you that I used to go around the organization <laughs> preaching the gospel of crypto. No, I know you preach the gospel. They even recorded, they recorded me, they recorded things, they recorded me, then they would invite people for session. They play my recording. Oh God! They said, "What?" One day, somebody said he was hearing me on the call. I said, "Which call?" I'm sitting there in my office. He said, ah, "Didn't you just drop off the call?" Because the day they recorded me, teams kicked me out because more than 250 people were in the room or something like that. So plus the way I was kicked out and the way I came back in, they recorded it like that, and they were playing it for everybody in the organization. I've done my part for crypto. It's just that. A few months after doing that, plus the CEO that called me to ask her if you buy crypto, all of them started losing money. Ah. I kept quiet. So, okay, so, so what I do is that when I have like small money in my spend and save, I just sweep it out and I buy like some Bitcoin just in mm. case Sam is right. Mm. So, at Fair the worst enough. case, we'll be spend and save. I didn't really notice the money was there. Fair but enough. if Sam is right, I'll be a millionaire. You're good. <laughs> and I'll be good. Fair enough. I think we should end this episode here. I'm going to go and buy crypto right now as we speak. <laughs> I think I'll open Binance now. Let me go and see what I find. Our Binance is tough. Apparently, I've been trying to do P2P and I couldn't find someone I wanted to, I wanted I to sell 10k worth of, of Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> they kept saying you can't find any match. 
10,000 dollars. 10,000 naira. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, these guys are they're serious. No further comments, please. Until the next episode, thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>